Ah, how good was that? If you got any Irish blood in you and that doesn't get the blood pumping, then nothing will. Now I'm going to read you something. I've got one on my wall, and if anybody knows what it's a passage from, then text me if you got my number. Irish man and Irish women, in the name of God and of the dead generations from which she receives her old tradition of nationhood, Ireland through us summons her children to her flag and strikes for her freedom. Right. That's the starting paragraph. Thought I'd kick it off with some sort of national theme. People are feeling very patriotic at the moment around the world. A lot of things going on. It'd be remiss for me to not um, mention the, the tragic death of that uh, man in America that's um, kicked off what's happened um, with the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm not going to focus on that because it's been in the media, but I'm going to mention something that doesn't get mentioned um, and doesn't result in riots, looting, assaults, Crime. I got got um, googling some statistics. Um, New South Wales policeman killed on duty. Now it dates back to the very first one, the twenty sixth of August, eighteen o three. Constable Joseph Luca was assaulted by some obvious criminals assailants. Now I looked it up on the New South Wales honour roll. Nobody's talking about this not riding as a result um, of these deaths by policemen, uh, of policemen, sorry. Um, and I went through the honour roll and I counted them up as best I could. Apologies if it's not exactly correct. Um, we're looking at about 272 since 1803. Yeah, give or take, as again, I was Googling, screenshotting and scrolling down. So I may, that may not be 100% accurate, but it's, Pretty much thereabouts. Um, nobody's talking about it. We seem to forget. I know that the they have a parade. I, I believe for policemen that are killed on duty. Um, again, it's a parade. It doesn't result in protests that end in violence, looting, um, and other sorts of crime. Something to think about. I don't want to get into the whole. You know what? But anyhow, that's my point of it. That's what I see of it. <sighs> hmm. We'll move on. Hard enough to talk about, but again, we'll move on. I'm going to use my phone because I've screenshotted some things. I've done some origins of the handshake, origins of the coffee. Um, it'd be un Australian. Um, not to have a pair of thongs. So I thought, I look up thong origins. Um, yeah, where is it? Here we go. I'm finding it just about nearly there. No, I haven't. Can't find it. Um, uh, like I said, if, if, if you don't have a pair of thongs, then you can't really call yourself an Australian. So I got looking it up, and what's best, you know, you can go and get 
a pair of double pluggers for two bucks from Kmart or Big W. How good is that? So I got looking it up, Googled the origins. Yeah, thong sandals have been worn for thousands of years, dating back to pictures of them in ancient Egyptian murals from 4000 BC. That means fuck all to me and you. A pair found in Europe was made of papyrus leaves and dated to be approximately 1,500 years old. These early versions of flip-flops were made from a wide variety of materials. And what was the other one I found? Something to more modern. Right. This is a crack up this guy's name. Who invented the thong footwear? You know when you Google something you, and it says down there people ask for? It says, who invented the thong footwear? So I clicked on the little arrow that popped down and says, in his book, Amat makes references to expatriates who wore, wear shorts and tongs and claims... The world-famous Tong plastic shoes were first designed by a Cambodian man by the name of Chip Tong. Fuck me. A guy that invented thongs and his name's Chip Tong. The factory that produced them in the 1960s was in Phnom Penh's Tuol Kok district. His name's Chip Tong and they were invented in Tuol Kok district. Good on ya, Chip. Well done. Anyhow... If you want to really know, I've got about three pairs of thongs, the $2 double pluggers. I think I've even expanded to a happier um, a pair of Havianas. More things that notice what pissed me off too, while we're being patriotic, I don't know why it says on this one here when I scroll down to people also ask for, what are thongs in America? Well, I didn't click on that one, but the one below it says... I don't know why it's in here. Are Kiwis friendlier than Aussies? Well, this is what it says. New Zealanders tend to be quieter, less confident and more reserved, but also much friendlier than city Australians. Example, Melbourne and Sydney. Well, fuck you, Google. I live in Newcastle. I don't fit into Melbourne or Sydney. And I happen to think I'm quite friendly for an Australian. Some people maybe think I'm a bit opinionated, a bit loose. But... I think I'm pretty friendly. Yeah. I'm sure my family would say that. You know, a reasonably friendly sort of person. Does anybody know how to cook sausages properly? Because there's got to be an invention out there. Or can somebody invent square sausages so you can cook them evenly on the fry pan side by side you can just twist them and then they cook evenly and then you can put them on a sandwich without them rolling around and then buy the bit on the end that hasn't been cooked properly and it's all like red um i'm sure there's an invention out there surely there's i've missed it in the cooking sections or the kitchenware sections of big w and kmart and if not someone some good aussie's got to come up with an invention we live our barbecues surely there's something out there that can help me cook sausages properly or evenly anyhow i got talking today with i had an argument today with one of my workmates not a really an argument it wasn't fisticuffs or anything like that i don't know why but we got on mentioning about women's private parts and the word the vagina now to me that's a, a vagina that's how you say it this is a woman's private bits. Vagina. 
And there was another word that came out. Oh, well, I was looking at something and it wasn't porn. Um, but I was looking at something and the word vaginal. Well, I was quickly corrected that it was not pronounced vaginal. It was pronounced vaginal. Oh, I don't really know what what the answer to that is, what the truth is, but I would assume if it's called a vagina, then it's called vaginal. But no, apparently it's vaginal. So, anyhow, my family's probably listening to this. I don't want to bang on too much about those private bits. That was an argument with good on your Todd at work. Another curry boy. Yeah. How many pairs of thongs have you got, Todd? Yeah, I've got about three. But I'm from Western, you're from Curry. Right, funny story from back in the day when I was in the army. Just quickly, I just want to play something on here, try and lighten the mood a bit. Where is it? If you can hear this, hopefully you'll get it. I'm a unitard! If you don't know who that is, that's Ralph Wiggum from The Simpsons. That's what I feel like sometimes, especially with some of the people in that that I work with. And I'm not even in the smartest ones there. So what's that to you? Anyhow, right, funny story from when I was in the army. Boys, you'll come into it a little bit later. I'll mention, yeah, I think, I don't know if I've mentioned this other one about it. Anyhow, if you don't know what an unlawful discharge is, it's got nothing to do with vaginas that I was talking about before. The unlawful discharge when you're a soldier, uh, you got it's to do with clearing weapons. Anyhow, as well as doing basic training down at Wagga, I think we're on final fling, which is basically the last exercise before you march out or pass out or whatever you call it these days. Not sure. And we were doing a clearing our weapons, you know, catch press, oh cock lock look. From memory, it's been such a long time I can't even remember. Anyhow. Clearing a weapon, and at the end you pull the trigger, basically. We were using blank ammunition, and we had BFAs on there at the time, so blank foreign attachment. So, yeah, ultimately it's just a loud bang, and it can't really hurt anyone unless you point it up into their face. Um, an unlawful discharge, yeah, so clearing a weapon, and I didn't clear it properly, catch press, bang, what happened? So as a result of this, of course, I got charged, um, if you don't know what charges, you know, you're fine, put on detention, you know, sort of punished physically, financially. I think I got four days ROPS, which is back in those days was a restriction of privileges and a $100 fine. Um, $100 these days is probably not much, but back when your first job, when you're about 19 years old, that's, that's a lot of money, four days ROPS. Basically, you get flogged for four days, um, more so than normal. Um and yeah, I, I probably copped it a little bit more than some others because it was a bit of a, yeah. Anyhow, the boys know what I'm talking about. Four days ROPS, $100 fine, unlawful discharge, catch, press, bang, when you're clearing your weapon. Boys, when you're clearing your weapon, make sure there's no round in the chamber. Um, That's what I did. It turns out, actually, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the first time I got charged for four years. I think I got done six times. I even got the purse file somewhere at home in my bedroom to tell you all about it. Break it down. Yeah. 
Anyhow, the other funny story is, I don't know if I've told this, but I mentioned before, boys, if you can remember back to the mid to late 90s, boys, there was a drink out and it was called a Sub-Zero. Um, I don't know if you, I don't even know if you can still get it. I don't really drink that much anymore. Um, so I don't even know if they're out there. Anyhow, we started drinking these things at all, anyway, I can't even remember what they taste like. It was like this clear liquid, it was in a clear bottle, it had little... Sub-Zero, the only thing I remember about Sub-Zero is I backed Melbourne Cup winner in 1992 and back in high school and the Sub-Zero, the grey, probably the last Melbourne Cup winner I backed. So that's how good I'm going, picking Melbourne Cup winners. Speaking of Melbourne Cup, I'd love to get down there, go down um, to Melbourne. I think Wayne's been, Wayne, have you, I'm talking about... Boys, um, I think you've been, remember you telling me once about it, you would have been delayed, Ladies' Day, your grub, knowing you, you would have enjoyed yourself at Ladies' Day, I don't think you remember you telling me about that, yeah, get to Ladies' Day, get to Ladies' Day, it's, yeah, I know where you went to Ladies' Day, Wayne, um, but I've heard that before as well, they were going to suit the best one, um, Derby Day on a Saturday, anyhow, back to the drinks, Sub-Zero, we used to put this cordial in them, yeah, we just drink them like quality water. Um, now I just drink, well, when I do drink, it's just beer or rum or bourbons. Speaking of rum, it used to make some people go crazy on a fight, not me. Um, I love another fighter, probably not even good, very good at that, but anyhow, back to the Sub-Zeros. And there was these other things that turn up, and I'm pretty sure from memory, there was a challenge set out one night, or I got laughing at Wayne, or Oz didn't drink so it wouldn't, wouldn't have been him it would, would have been Jim or Wayne Oz would have probably been driving the poor bastard again being the sensible one like sticking things in his body and painting himself um, E33's boys I think from memory they were green and I remember Wayne or Jim got blind plastered one night when we were down at Bandiano on it and he might have only had about I don't know five or six of them or something like that or eight or something like that. And I remember bragging. I said, is that all you drank? You know, you only drink six or eight of them. The challenge was out one night, one weekend. And I started drinking them. And yeah, that was the end of it. I reckon I got to about the six or maybe eight. They were like rocket fuel. They are pretty green. Um, and all I can remember is being... Um, over the boys' shoulder. I think Rogues was one of them. We were getting carried downstairs because those boys lived upstairs. I was downstairs in in, in the barracks and um and being yeah. I think I spray painted the to the the stairs on the way down with green liquid. Um. Yeah. So that was my adventure drinking E33s. I think that's from memory, boys. Um. What they were called. Anyhow, the challenge. Don't don't go. Don't make those kids when you're 19 years old. Don't make go making those silly statements, throwing down challenges about drinking. I can drink more than you and all this stuff. Because trust me, I'm not much of a drinker, but I certainly so I should certainly shouldn't be throwing out drinking challenges. Even when I was 19, thought I was 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Um, yeah, because it turns out bad. What else was I going to talk about? What else is in the news? Oh, that's right. 
Bulldogs are going well. They had a good flogging last night. They've been back for three weeks. I've had two floggings. I really feel sorry for Dean Pay. Um, I hope he doesn't get the sack. I really hope because that'll that'll do it for me. Um, it's not his fault. You look at our list compared to to the Roosters and the Broncos and Broncos. They've got no excuse. I got asked today at lunchtime who I would go for if if I um. If I didn't follow the Bulldogs, well, I probably wouldn't follow Rugby League, but if if I couldn't follow the Bulldogs and I had to follow a team, I'd definitely say the Cowboys. Uh, I lived up in Townsville for a few years back in the day, so I'd definitely follow the Cowboys, and we used to go to footy up there, me and the boys, um, when the Cowboys were shit, and they first come into the competition, they get pumped every week. Um, I remember going to a derby there, I don't think, Jim Wayne, I think it was another mate, Big Mac, we went to, it was a, it was a derby, it was a Broncos Cowboys game, we're sitting on the hill. Um, I don't know what we were doing. We were drinking something and eating chicken or something like that. And some, you know, carrying on, was going on up the hill behind us and it started erupted. So I turned around and I, I threw, I threw a chicken bone or something and hit this Sheila in the face and knocked a Coke and spilled it up. And then, then it started to erupt and... I turned a big fella, Macca, and I said, that's it, we're getting out of here, Macca. So we started walking and leaving, and then as we were getting up the race, walking back down, it was like a snowball of people rolling down the hills to start a, a fight, all because of, I think it was a chicken bone and that, that I threw. Don't waste chicken, and don't throw chicken bones at the footy, so it's not going to end well. It was a local derby too, the Broncos, and... Cowboys, I think Cowboys got flogged again. That, but like I said, was back when they started and they were struggling, there was no JT back then. I think um, like around the time of Scotty Prince and Ian Russell, if you can remember Ian Russell, come up, I think he played for the Cowboys. Ian Roberts was there, I think, playing for the Cowboys at the time. Um, actually, funny story about Ian, Ian Roberts. Me and my mate were in um, the shops there one night, at, uh, one day at Stockland's, and um, I think it was Stockland Mall. And we were in one of the music shops. I, might, I don't know if it was... It wouldn't have been called Sanity or anything like that back then. It was me and Big Macca again. And I said, oh, look. That, yeah, I looked over and I saw Ian Roberts was standing. He's hard to miss, big big fella. And my big mate, Macca, proceeded to say the words, utter the words under his breath. Oh, he's nothing but a big fucking poof. Well... Ian, as I looked over, Ian's neck snapped around and we started looking. So I said, big fella, we're getting out of here. You know, you don't want him to go all Gary Jack on us. Because um, that's, if you remember back in the day, then you don't, you don't say that. Not loud enough within earshot of Ian Roberts, like you get your head kicked in. He may well be of that persuasion, but just don't say it in earshot. <sighs> I think that's about all I've got. Sorry I couldn't come up with anything more. I don't really know what's been in the news other than the Black Lives Matter and thought I'd mention about the policeman um, being killed on duty in New South Wales. Um, I actually heard the other day there was, what was it, a couple of paramedics, Sheila's, they got assaulted or something while trying to... Yeah, there's probably not just policemen killed in the line of duty in New South Wales, there's probably paramedics, ambulance officers... Nurses, doctors, um, 
you know, some of the other emergency services. Um, yeah. Oz, thanks for the call the other day, mate. Um, it's good to hear your voice, you and Bryony. Um, mate Oz, he's still in the Army and he's going, possibly going overseas again later on in the year. Um, so, mate, stay safe. Um, yeah, good luck, buddy, and um, keep safe. Hope uh, your wife and girls um, are doing well, mate. Um, it was good to hear, you, hear your voice, mate. And Oz had the forthright to ask me why I did a podcast. Well, basically tired of me getting pissed off with the PC world and that we live in. So thanks for asking, mate. Um, it's good to um, know you're listening. Hopefully you get a laugh. If you remember that story about the Sub-Zeros at E33s and me getting charged. I think I got charged down at Benny and boys too. I think, what did I do? I parked my car in the wrong spot. So yeah, that, that warranted another fucking charge. I think that was another couple of days and a bit more about turning on the parade ground with the steel helmet and the 40kg pack. Yeah. What was that? Um, what was that fuckwit sergeant that was down there that time that he was, he looked after us before we were doing our courses. Remember he was riding his motorbike in there one day on the parade ground we were formed up and he stacked his bike in front of us and we all pissed ourselves laughing. Yeah, that was that was a bit of comeuppance. He was a bit of a bit of a cock. Anyhow, um, that's it, boys. Um, hopefully you got something out of it. Wayne, feel free to um, object to me saying you're a perb by going to the Ladies' Day down in Victoria, Melbourne. Um, Oz, stay safe when you go overseas, Jim. Hope the boys are back playing footy, mate. Um, and um, yeah, that's about it. Played golf on the weekend, boys. Uh, put some stuff on YouTube from um, yeah. If you don't, if you've got nothing to do and you've got very little to do and you want to subscribe to a shit channel, um, my channel on YouTube is called Ig Done No Platic. I got asked what it meant the other day. I still don't know. It was a fucked up text message I got from my mum one time. Um, so I just went with it. I even got some merch. I've got a couple of hoodies made up for me and my boy. And we've got a couple of t-shirts. Yep. Anyhow, I've finished work. I'm drinking my coffee. Um, Mum's going to bring my son home in a minute. So I'm surprised I got through this recording um, without any text messages or emails coming through. No, it's been good. I haven't been drinking. Um, this is Blue Collar Perspective. Blue Collar Perspective. My name's Chad. It's my opinion. The radio voice, because I've got a head for radio, and those are some of my funny stories. I think they're funny. Bit of history. Bit of what's in the news. Thongs. How could you not like thongs? And yeah, somebody should blow up political correctness. See you next time. That was Potty 10. Bye.